some interesting facts about Denver International Airport. The airport was built in 1995 on 34,000 acres, 53 square miles. In spite of the fact that Denver already had what everyone said was a perfectly fine airport, Stapleton, which was ordered closed when Denver International was built so there wouldn't be any competition. In fact, the new airport has less gates and less runways than Stapleton did. All it does have is a lot more acreage. More acreage than an airport that size could possibly need. Most which sits unused. They say it's in case they need to do any future expansion. The airport is the seventh busiest airport in the US, according to our 2002 Grand Chicago Business Report. The initial cost of this new beast was to be $1.7 billion, but by the time they were done playing games, having problems, getting bailed out and got extra government money, and money from private corporations on top of that, it cost about $4.8 billion. Obscenely over budget. Words used to describe the airport were, buried in technical problems, poor project management, overwhelming complexity, and America's most inconvenient airport. It was built in a high wind area, Stapleton had not been, that causes it to be shut down or flights delayed often. The extensive automated baggage system was so messed up, such a circus of errors, that it was worse than unusable, it was an industry joke. But it had to be built, and built there. Some say the reason that the airport was built, and there was no stopping it, no cost spare to do so, and why it was so over budget, and took so many years to build, is because it's really an underground military base, combined with a civilian detainment camp, and new information has surfaced, that it could be a safe haven for the world's elite, after the economic breakdown, in America. They moved 110 million cubic yards of earth around. This is about one third of the amount of earth they moved when they dug out the Panama Canal. The airport has a fiber optic communications core made of 5,300 miles of cable. That's longer than the Nile River. That's from New York City to Buenos Aires, Argentina. The airport also has 11,365 miles of copper cable communications network. The fueling system can pump 1,000 gallons of jet fuel per minute through a 28-mile network of pipes. There are six fuel hold tanks that each hold 2.73 million gallons of jet fuel. This is somewhere in the, no one will ever ever need this much, Ray, about some of these things, on the airport in Denver. Would you mind discussing some of those things again? Well, the first thing that got my attention at the airport, was the capstone that I saw in a photograph that had a, Masonic symbol, on it. So, I really wanted to go to the airport and see that, because I thought it was very unusual. The capstone? The capstone, or the dedication stone, for the Denver airport, has a Masonic symbol on it. A whole group of us went out to the airport, to see some friends off, and see this capstone, which also has a time capsule, embedded inside it. It sits at the southeastern side of the terminal which, by the way, is called the Great Hall, which is what Masons refer to as their meeting hall. And, on this thing it mentions the New World Airport Commission. I have never heard of that, have you? Never. It has a Masonic symbol on it, and it also has very unusual geometric designs. It depicts an arm rising up out of it that curves at a 45-degree angle. It also has a thing that looks like a keypad on it. This capstone structure is made of carved granite and stainless steel, and it is very fancy. This little keypad area at the end of the arm has an out-of-place, unfinished wooden block sitting on it. A gentleman that was with me on the first trip out of the airport has since died. They say he committed suicide, but everything else tells me that this is not possible. No one can double-tie a catheter behind his own neck and strangle himself, I just don't think that is possible. But, 
His name was Phil Schneider, and he started blowing the whistle on all this stuff going on in the underground bases that he had helped build for years and years. He worked on the underground bases at Area 51 and Dulce, New Mexico, as well as several other places. Schneider told me that this keypad-looking area looked like a form of techno-geometry that is alien-oriented, and that it had something to do with a directional system, whatever that meant that functioned as a homing beacon to bring ships right into the Great Hall. In the same general area, on this capstone, there are some most unusual designs on the floor that are all Masonic in nature, which lead right back to the Black Sun, which goes back to Nazi symbology. See, the secret societies are supposedly into sun worship. The Nazis were into Black Sun worship, which connects with the idea of Saturn. Saturn and Satanism kind of go hand in hand. Then, we have this system of murals at the airport that are the most grotesque things you've ever seen. It's not the pyramids, it's DIA. That's an interesting image to have here at the airport. A statue of Anubis, the ancient Egyptian god of the dead, is going up here ahead of the King Tut exhibit. I wanted a picture of that. Art enthusiasts are really excited. He's here to pave the way for King Tutankhamun's treasures to come to the Denver Art Museum. But some travelers aren't sure if they feel more or less secure at security, with Anubis looking in. If it's the god of death, I wouldn't exactly be putting it in front of the airport. For some... How do I find it to it's just not very reassuring. It's kind of weird, especially being at an airport, you know, bad voodoo. DIA already has the sculpture of the big blue Mustang with the glowing red eyes. It scared me. <laughs> I was kind of scared. The statue fell on its creator and killed him, and some affectionately call him Blucifer. What do we call it? A demon. A demon? <laughs> Welcome everybody, NWCZRadio.com channel one. It's time to go down the rabbit hole. This week we are discussing, we're going to dive into and look into the Denver International Airport. Yes. Which is creepy. It is. Have you been there? I have. I, I know um, one of the reasons we did do this is because this is a... This is the lost episode, so we're redoing Yeah, let's get into that first, because we did this episode months ago. Yes. Like, it was one of the first episodes we did. Yeah, it was. And um, we actually put it up as a podcast. We mm -hmm. have the recordings. We had the recordings. So I started. we started getting emails from people saying, hey, you're... Uh, the podcast that is titled Denver Airport is actually a repeat of another episode you've done. Yeah. So I'm like, well, that's weird. So I went back, and sure enough, it was something. Well, maybe I maybe I dropped the wrong file in. Yeah. No, it happens. It happens. You know, you don't like it to happen, but it does happen. So I'm like, great, I'll correct this. I go back into our files yep. where we hold all have all of our shows. We have you know, all our material, all our sound drops and everything. It is completely gone. Yeah. Which don't, I mean, we recorded it. Yeah. We saved it. We put it in the file. I moved it over months ago. And for whatever reason, it, it, it completely disappeared. So, gone. so I uh, don't know what to say about that, except that it's weird. It is very weird. It's so. the only episode that we've ever lost. Well, that we recorded that we ever lost. There was a couple episodes in the beginning. Yeah, that we, we never just, recorded. We just never recorded. Because we're live on Sunday nights yeah. at 8 p.m. on NWCZRadio.com. So and it was a, the whole podcast thing was, a, was kind of an afterthought. It was, yeah. We were just doing the radio show. And we're like, yeah, you hear us live or you don't. And then we're right. like, well, maybe we should yeah, start put it out there. putting it out there. And so I, this is, this weird, you know, another thing, weird thing I noticed was um, I went to our anchor page. Mm -hmm. And we... 
so we have an order that we that we have done and put our po- posted our podcast. Yeah. Do you know what is at the bottom of like you have to scroll down to the bottom of the list to to get this episode? It's the Bill Gates episode. Wow. And Which is was... not the first one we did. No, it wasn't. And I find that to be weird. That is weird. Like all the other ones are in order basically. But the Bill Gates episode is at the very bottom. It's, it doesn't show up at the top. You have to scroll down to find it. Try so to I, hide I, it. They don't, I don't want know. the truth getting out there. Don't know. I, you know, make draw your own conclusions. But some interesting things going on when you try to put the truth out there. It is. It does happen. So back to the Denver International Airport. You, you've been there. Yeah, it was back in oh, like 2004, 2005. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's actually what made me really start looking into Denver Airport back then was because I walked past one of the murals and I was like, what? Yeah, what, what the hell is that? And I sat there and it was one of those things like I was I was even late to my plane and I was running kind of through and it, it stopped me dead. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? Yeah, I've been there. Yeah. Uh, so I've been through because I travel a lot and I've, I've been through Denver, the Denver International Airport. And I also I used to go through Stapleton. Yeah. But when um, when they built the DIA, the first couple of times I went through there, I just basically stayed in my terminal. Mm-hmm. So I didn't really notice anything. But then how I got turned on to this is really odd. I was literally, uh, a buddy and I were out going to Area 51. And we were going to go to the, we were going to the main gate. And then we were going to the, the little gate. And there's a little town called Rachel, which is the, basically the gateway to the, the main gate. That's the crazy town because every chick I've known named Rachel is crazy. <laughs> well, there's a little, uh, there's a, it used to be called Rachel Inn. Now it's called the Little Alien Inn. And it's, it's the old, there's, there's like, it is a, it is a tiny community. I mean, when I yeah. say tiny, it's like literally like two blocks of like mo- mobile homes and, and a couple of houses. And then you have the Little Alien Inn. So we stopped in and every notable person, it has their picture on the wall, whether it be Art Bell or whether it be uh, Jesse Ventura, like all these, you know, people who do shows of the like have been there and they get their picture taken and they're on the wall. And it's pretty fascinating. We were the only two in there, my buddy and I, because mm-hmm. it was like a, know, it was like a Wednesday and we were talking to the guy behind the counter and he was a really nice guy and he was telling us all kind of stuff. And he was, you know, he had been living there 20 years and said he had never seen anything, never noticed anything. Was kind of debunking a lot of the stuff about Area yeah. 51 as far as his perception. And he told me at the counter, he goes, you really want to look into something weird? Look into the Denver airport. And I was like, what's up at the Denver airport? And, and he, he was kind of shocked. He was like, you don't know about the Denver airport? Yeah. And I was like, not really. I've been through it. And he said, oh, go look it up. So when we got done with our excursion of going to Area 51, and that's a whole other show, um, I did. I, I started looking into it. And so about a year later, I flew and I had like an hour layover in, at the DIA. And I went through and I took pictures and, and followed the trail of everything I had learned. And it is really, really weird. Yeah. And, and then as, as you go down the rabbit hole on it, it gets stranger. It does. And like I said, I happen to just see the, the, you know, the one picture and I'm like, what? And then I didn't, I was there again later and I actually stayed in Denver. The first time I was just kind of on a layover going through, but, uh, I stayed in there and I drove out and I drove past Blucifer <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, what the, and that made me even more like, I need to figure out what is going on with it. And it was, I just thought it was the one picture in Blucifer. And then after that, I'm like, Oh, there is so much more. There's so much there. And, and so we have an hour to basically dive through this. So let's, and let's hope we can get through all of it. I doubt. Yeah, it. I don't know that we will, but we're going to try to. Um, and what I find another thing I find interesting, and we're going to we're going to actually work up to this point. Uh, I found in my experience in dealing with whether it's conspiracy theories, uh, abnormal, ab, you know, abnormal uh, sightings, weird things, crazy, you know, circumstances that when it's explained by 
the I'll just say uh, those that are in charge. There's about there's three ways. It's pretty obvious. There's three ways that they try to explain these things. Either one, you're a crazy conspiracy theorist. That's usually it. Yeah. Two, they deny it. Like you're this. It's not happening. You're not seeing it. And I don't therefore, know what you're talking about. Yeah, you're crazy. Or three, they play into it. They start playing into it. Like, oh yeah, right. Yeah, we have aliens in the tunnels. We have, uh, and that's how Denver Airport has approached this, because for years and years and years, all these rumors and and facts have come out about the Denver International Airport, and they've stayed silent. But recently, they have embraced it and are basically throwing it back at people, saying, "We recognize this, and yes." It's we're going to play into this. Therefore, they're like, yeah, we have aliens here. Yeah, we have, uh, you know, the Great Hall. And it's and, and, and yeah, we have, um, you know, we have a haunted horse and all this. And so they've gone that route, which I find fairly fascinating. I do they, too. they even I, have tours now. Yeah, they'll let you do tours. But they but the odd thing is what I find fascinating is like we're going to get to the underground tunnels yep. when they do tours of the underground tunnel. They will actually only let you go so far. And one guy pointed out that I noticed, I was watching a video of this guy who, that the doors start at number three. Like when you're down in the tunnels and they're, they're trucking through and there's all these uh, rooms and everything. And he's like, where's number one and two? And the guy wouldn't answer. Yeah. So anyway, we'll get into all of that. Uh, we'll get into that at the end of the show. There are explanations of things that's going, but let's get into some history before we get into the uh, the conspiracies and all the weird thing that's going on there. So, 1995 is when this airport was built, Denver International Airport. Before well, that, they had they had Stapleton Airport, hmm? which was I don't know, like 30 miles away. Great airport. It fit the city. It was the right size. There were no problems there. It was fine. And see, I I found two different reports. I found a report basically said that, and then another one that said that because it was so close to the city because it was only five miles away which you, is convenient hello it is but one of the things i ran into was that the buildings within the city couldn't be more than seven stories high because the airport and it was part of it was got in the way of the 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 plane's flight path right so that was an issue there um you there fly was, out the other side have you ever been to vegas oh yeah i know i'm just i mean vegas I'm, airport is less than five miles oh it's and it's you fly right over the top of the casinos oh i know i'm just this is what I the know. one report that i found and then they said there was another one that said because they did have more runways at stapleton but they were they were in a crisscross pattern so you could only use three at a time again I, yeah, and I get that, but those so, I, to me, those are all excuses. Oh, they are. I mean, it just the, the, that was that's what they're that throwing was in, out there, and that's what they're throwing out there. There was only three runways that you can use, and that the the but the by all accounts, was smaller. Even the locals, and there was nowhere to go with it. You couldn't expand it where it was at. Right. So I mean, there there's reasons that they came up with, but still, they don't completely add up to to spending four point three billion dollars. Four point eight, or four sorry, four point eight billion dollars on a new airport. Yeah, so uh, the you know they forced Stapleton to shut down, mothball it, everything, and it actually you're right. It had more gates and runways than the Denver International Airport, which is weird, considering that the uh, the initial construction cost was slated to be 1.7 billion, ended up being 4.8 billion. Why? Well, here's what I found. So. One thing that went on was they had different contractors that were hired for different parts of the airport. So, you know, you're going to build this part mm -hmm. and then you're going to build another group's going to build that part. And they were all immediately fired after their job was done. Like there was no crossover. Like, so if you built the runway, you were done. If you built the, uh, the baggage claim, you were done. Yeah. And that was it. So and once I mean, you were I, done, you were out. And I can see that I've actually, you know, being in construction and, uh, you know, the demolition side. But um, because of that, I got to see a lot of different things like on the Sound Transit for uh, th those King projects County. for King County. On that project, it was similar where it was like, OK, but it wasn't it was like you get this section 
this contractor gets this section and it is weird but they just basically say, okay, but usually this is where it's going to Usually there, usually on a construction project, and you know, because you're in this yes. field, there, there, there's a governing body. There's an overall lead. Yes. And this overall lead is control of the entire project. So therefore they have control over like, yes, it's, it's, that's subcontracting, right? You're going to yeah. build this part. We're going to bring some people in. And when they're done, they're out. Um, but you usually have a, a crew that is over the whole thing. We don't know who that crew is. Well, see, that's the thing, too, is, I mean, and I don't know on this because I know for, like, Sound Transit, Sound Transit has their crew mm -hmm. that is seeing, overseeing all of it. So did Denver Airport have a crew? I didn't. They do, but I couldn't track them down. Nobody yeah. knows who they are. And that's it, too. That's what's weird. I mean, Sound Transit, I can go on to Sound Transit site right now. See names. And see names. And the only reason I use that for an example, because I've literally, I've seen that, the way they did right. it. You Some know. other interesting points about the building of the airport. 110 million cubic yards of earth were moved, yeah. which is way more than is usually required. Yeah, way more. Way, way more. Also, 5,300 miles of fiber optics were installed for communications. Put that in perspective, coast to coast of the U.S. is 3,000 miles. So it's almost double. Yeah. Uh, the fueling systems. This I found interesting. The fueling systems on site can pump 1,000 gallons of jet fuel per minute, which is absurd for a commercial airline. I have a buddy who's a pilot. He flies for uh, Alaska Airlines. And I asked him, what's the typical fueling system at an airport? And he said, it's a fraction of that. Yeah. A fraction for like SeaTac, for like L LA, for uh, Dallas. And this is the seventh most busy airport in the U.S. Not in the world, in the U.S. Mm -hmm. And they have the, 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 this capability of pumping all this fuel, which makes no sense at all. No, it doesn't. There's a lot of things that I found that were like, seen like way overkill for what they are. The other thing I found interesting was even though it was already massively, massively over budget, they imported granite from all over the world to build this great hall and, and other sections of the airport. Why? Why? Why would, like, if you're that far over budget, if you're that crazy in the hole on this thing, why are we bringing in granite from all over the world? Well, if you look into the Masons, which they we're going like to dive into, that's one of their main staples. It is. And the one thing, too, is, though, where did the money come from for this? So was this taxpayer dollars? No, it was not. This is and a privately it. funded airport that nobody knows who owns. And that's it. $4.8 billion. But it wasn't like, you know, like SeaTac, where us as, you know, you know consumers, because yeah, we live there, here, there, we there, have to board, pay the taxes. Right. There's a board that's responsible to the taxpayers. They have to report it. It, it, it all has to be yeah. public. Yeah. None of this is... I, I've tried. I've yeah, tried none of it's to, public because it's a private... It's a private airport, but there's nothing that says who owns it. Right, which will lead us eventually to this, uh, the, the, which the cornerstone. Which nuts. The cornerstone where we'll talk about it in a oh, moment. Oh, yeah. But um, so anyway, so... And, and then the other thing that is alarming, I find, about this place is are the underground tunnels. Yep. There is a massive, massive underground tunnel system that uses trains. And when it was first built, and this came into light, a lot of people, press, uh, dignitaries, uh, you know, the politicians were asking, what is the purpose of this? Because it just seemed out of order. And they claimed it was for the baggage system. The problem is, is that the baggage system that they have, and when they first opened the airport, was such a, such a bomb. Yeah. They literally had to shut it down because it was a nightmare. It didn't work. And it had nothing to do with the tunnels. No. They don't even, it doesn't even go into the tunnels. And so they were claiming that, oh, they're putting bags onto these carts, that they're driving through the tunnels that go to another baggage claim. Mm -hmm. And it hasn't, it doesn't happen. It, it, it's not happening Everything at all. I found said that the only that baggage system that they had that this immaculate bag, baggage system that never worked except for the United Airlines used it for a short period of time. Yeah, and, but and only for it. a and only for a small length of yeah. these tunnels because these tunnels are huge. 
so let's start with something that is uh, a lot of people notice if you drive up to the airport. And that is this huge statue, which they call Blucifer. That's not his official name. That's sort of become his nickname. It's this big horse that is in a, it's like a stallion. And it's in this ominous, it's on his two hind legs. It's up. You can just Google it up. Google up Blucifer or horse at Denver International Airport. You'll see pictures. It's this blue horse with these yeah. red glowing eyes. Veins, it's creepy. Veins popping out of it. Uh, it is creepy. And a lot of people have said that it, it, it supposedly is reminiscent of or they believe it is representative of the pale horse of the apocalypse. The only problem with that is, is it's blue. Yeah, I don't remember the pale horse being blue. The only thing I remember being blue was uh, that, that ox. Yeah, and the so and so the, the the artist's name was Luis Jimenez, and I did a lot of research on Luis Jimenez. He was he's a Texas guy, uh, he's he's a Hispanic artist, a sculptor, and a lot of people don't know this, but that in Oklahoma, in, and I think it's on one of the college campuses, there's like a smaller version of, the, and it was the original version of this horse. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. It is. Um, is it blue with glowing red eyes too? It is. It oh. is. It is. Uh, let me see if I can uh, pull this up here and show you. Yeah, right here we go. Yeah, I wasn't able to find that because I was always. And his name what is the origin. So right here, it's right, I'm going to show you the picture. His name is Mistano, which is that one. I mean, looks which is Hispanic, bad, but not as. Which is Hispanic for Mustang. That's this is in Oklahoma, and it's eight feet, and it's the. It looks similar. It looks similar. I mean, eight, but it has the red, it has the red eyes. It's in the, it's in the, you know, like upward pose. I mean, eight feet is one thing, but 32. Yeah. No, that's crazy. The sad thing, the sad thing about Luis is, and this is why everybody thinks it's cursed is because when Luis was working on this and they were putting this huge freaking horse together, uh, a piece of the horse fell off. It was the head. Yeah. And landed on Luis, which cut an artery and he died yep he, he never saw it through he never saw it fruition. so a lot which of people I, I was reading a lot of things that were talking about like a lot of people have been like hey we need to take this down but then other people were like yeah this is this guy's legacy i mean you you, you know right so it's kind of why a lot of people want to keep it but it is like i said when i was there it's creepy looking when i was there and we drove out of the airport i'm like what the what is that yeah why why would you have that there and, 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 you know, leading Especially into the program at night with the freaking eyes glowing. Yeah. But, and leading into the program, I played a clip from a news article when, when they were having the, uh, uh, King Tut exhibit in town. Yeah. What do they bring out to the airport? Anubis. Like this huge statue of the God of death. And I mean, it's huge. It's gotta be like two or three stories tall and it's oh. staring in the windows. No, oh, that's awesome. Of the people who are like who are, are registering, you know, going up to the counter to get your tickets to leave. Yeah. It, it is weird. Like why, why would you, what does that have to, why not a big statue of King Tut? Yeah. You know, why not a big statue of like a, a of a mummy or something? No, they, they picked the God of death. It's, you know, it looks like kind of the wolf, like, yeah. like the, 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 the wolf dog man. face. Yeah. yeah. The dog face. Yep. Hu- huge, huge. And so, and that freaked people out. Oh, I'm why sure. would you choose that? Because people don't think. No, I think there's a higher. I think there's a bigger meaning. Well, yeah, here. and that's it. I mean, either they don't think or they do think, and they're like, "Hey, let's let's totally and you know pay no attention to it because it, you know." And and I think that's pay no obviously the, the, the approach the that DIA has taken. All right, let's talk about uh, once you're in. So that's what you see coming in is this big, crazy looking horse. It looks demonic. It's got red glowing eyes. It, it it's got veins popping out of it. It's not your your average Denver Bronco that you see at the football game. No, this is this is a demon, and that's the thing is I mean it's not. I mean I could kind of get if it was like a Denver Bronco looking horse, but this thing looks like it just rode out of the pits of hell. Yeah, it does to steal your soul and take you back. So let's get into once you're in the airport and you go into what's called the Great Hall. Now the Great Hall, for those of you who don't know is what the Masons call their, their meeting area. 
Like if you're a, if you're a Mason, yeah. you go to a, Ma- a Mason's meeting. At the Great Hall. You go to the Great Hall. That is what they named the entryway, this big open space area of DIA. It's literally called the Great Hall. And in the Great Hall, on the floor, are a lot of weird patterns. Lots of weird patterns that look like uh, they're circular. They look like black suns. They look like uh, planets uh, that are in these weird alignments. And next to them is this bizarre language that people have said, oh, it's an ancient um, Indian language. I've heard Navajo. Was I have, one of the I've, I read I've heard that Navajo. too, but I've never seen a translation. No, nobody's ever tra- I've never seen anybody that translated it. I've never seen someone say, "Oh yeah, that's Navajo," and it says this. That's exactly my point. They're just like, "Oh no, that's not an alien language. That's Navajo." Right. So like, okay, conspiracy theorists say it is an alien language or a reptilian language. Yes, specifically the because we talk about the New Lizard Order. Oh, we do. New Lizard Order, it's out there. And I think this actually might be the episode where the, we first started saying the New Lizard Order right. was after we Which we about are this. the headquarters. Yeah, we are. We are New the Lizard official Order. headquarters of the New Lizard Order. And when they establish their hierarchy, uh, we're volunteering yes. to be high ups. Oh, yeah, we are. We'll be a bridge yeah. between yes. you and the human race. Yep. But, but, but seriously, this, this language on the floor, and, and it's not hard to find. Oh, no. You just Google up, uh, you know, Denver like DIA. I said, I've never seen it. Never seen it translated. I have. Not, I can't find it. But when the lizards come, the Valentinic cult, which you'll hear about on Eleven Eight Radio, they, yes. we talk about the Valentinic cult. That we'll, we'll be the leaders. So the weird thing, also too, in the so at in a portion of the Great Hall, there is this granite block yep. on the ground, and this is where things I think get really off the rails. It is. It looks like a tombstone or a, a cornerstone, but it's not in a corner. No, you know, you go to a building and it says established 1865. Yep. It's a cornerstone. No, this is like literally there's a seat right next to it. Like you can sit. Yeah. It's like randomly placed. And it oh, looks almost like, a, almost like a sundial. It's not random. They put it there on purpose. Yeah. And, and, I, and I can't and I've yet to see anybody figure out why it's in that particular place. But I'm, I guarantee you it oh, has there's some reason. There is some some reason. So it looks almost like a it's kind of like a sundial. So it has this this granite base and this almost like a sundial arm that's arcing that comes out of it. And then at the end of this arc is this granite piece that has nothing on it. Like zero. Yeah. But on the base, what you you find, um, it is really weird. So it has a Masonic symbol, you know, the uh, the compass and the ruler. Yeah. Which actually, one of the things that a lot of people are like, oh, because it's ran by the Masons. And one of the things that they use, once again, one of the things they say, oh, this is why we, it has a Masonic symbol is because they are philanthropists. And right. they like to do things, so we they they donated this, and because they donated it, because there's we two had Mas- to put it up. There's two Masonic temples in Denver, right? And they said because they they did it, they put their their symbol on it because they donated this to us. So that's why the Masons. The um, there's also on this. Um, so when I say there's nothing on this, you know, the keypad that's that's branching out. It, so that's actually not true. There's nothing written. There's no. like this weird Braille, but it's not Braille. Like, I, again, can't find any translation no. of like, like, oh, yeah, my, my buddy was blind. He went through and he ran his fingers on it and he read it. You can't find it. But there's some kind of Braille type language on this thing. Interesting, too, on and you can go read it. Uh, there's a lot mm-hmm. of weird stuff referring to, you know, like the worshipful uh, Great Hall and the, the grand tradition of the Masons and on and on. But the inter- what caught most people's attention, and mine too, is that it mentions the New World Airport Commission. Yes. And then when you look below that, it is uh, a list of a bunch of names that are almost like non sequiturs. There's like nobody's real. There's no one's real name like John Doe or, you know, Jane Doe. It's like the uh, the Martin uh, Mar- Marietta Aeronautics. It's the Fentress Bradburn um, Architects. It's it's like businesses, Zimmerman Metals. Uh, 
I've looked those all up and I can't find them. I don't know what they are. The New World Airport Commission. There is no such thing. There isn't. One of the articles that I find, and this is what's funny in a lot of this stuff, is there was an article that I was reading and they kept saying, oh no, people keep saying that it's never existed and it's not there. But no, it existed in 1994. It just doesn't exist now. It and didn't like, exist then either. And, and that's what I said. And that's one of the things in the article. I'm like, okay, there's nowhere that it mentions where you can find it. And I cannot, I have searched high and low trying to find the New World Airport Commission somewhere. And I can't find it anywhere. Yes. Well, uh, one of the, uh, the explanations that I saw for that is that the guy who created that name mm-hmm. took it from Dvorak's yeah, New World that. Symphony. And he thought it was just a cute name and he put it on there. I ain't buying it. But why would you? On a dedication stone yeah, on an airport. And, and New World? And who, who, who made that decision? Apparently, he did. The but other weird he? thing is that it has a time capsule in it, which is not to be open until 2094. And I, I also read where... Uh, so Denver Airport put out this statement not that long ago because everyone's worried about this time castle. No. And they su- supposedly released the contents of it. There's like a baseball from the Colorado Rockies. Yeah, there's, from opening day. There's uh, Yeah, there's some uh, newspaper articles about the airport. And just, you know, like just... The mayor's shoes? Something like that. Or the like governor's that. shoes or something or right. whatever, yeah. But it's not being open until, you know, 94. We'll yeah. all be gone. Yeah, we'll all be gone. So we'll all be we'll gone. Be so when it's when it's finally open and revealed, if that's not it, if it's if it's like if if it's like the edict for the the, the new lizard order, or it's the the map of the world for uh, the Illuminati or whatever, we're not gonna know. It's where they hit Hoffa. That's <laughs> his, his ashes. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's awful. <laughs> All right, they so, moved him there. So we got to get into the murals because yeah. um, that's well, they, where we're going to The other thing was too is the murals. Not before the murals, even it's the uh, the gargoyles. Those yeah, are okay. Actually, we can talk about the gargoyles. The, the, what are they called? The Notre Notre Denver. Yeah. So originally, Which, they there were gargoyles placed around the airport. Mm-hmm. And creepy. I mean, just like any general gargoyles, they yeah. were creepy, but they were randomly placed around and people were noticing them. Like, what's the deal with the gargoyles? What, what, what's the deal with that? So what does Denver do? They decide, again, to knock everybody off their socks and to, to sort of like disassociate you from everything. They've come up with these talking gargoyles. Have you seen these? Yeah, the, the interactive ones. Yeah, the interactive gargoyles to draw your attention away from, in my opinion... The real gargoyles that are up there. They're inside. They're not outside. Most buildings have gargoyles that are outside that are supposedly guarding the building, you know. And they, they, they fit in with the airport. I mean, one of them is like getting out of climbing out of a a suitcase. Right. So and they're weird. I mean they they're weird. Um and that's one of the other things I saw was they had an animatronic lizard person. Did you see that? Yeah, I did. There was an animatronic lizard person that you can ask questions and will answer questions about the airport. Right. Well, they've, they have set up uh, a whole section where, that's, you know, there's uh, supposedly, again, they're goofing on people. Oh, they are. So there's a whole section, uh, like a little muse- mini museum, where they have supposedly an alien skull and all these stuff that they found while they were digging. And, and so, again, I think they're deflecting. My opinion. It's one of those things too. It's you know, and we've got on this. We talk about like Alex Jones and this is. Yeah. Is it one of those things where basically he's making it seem like it's so ridiculous that they think the rest of us that talk about conspiracy theories are as ridiculous? Right. And that's it. They're making they're they're making it seem so ridiculous to believe this that you'd have to be a fool to think this when it's right there in plain sight. Yeah. Uh. And, and the odd thing is, is that they're like, you know, years and years and years. They let it go on for years before they finally decided yeah. to, oh, we got to do something about this. Which makes you wonder, does that mean somebody got too close? Oh, I, th- I don't think there's any question about it. All right, let's, let, let's talk about Leo Tanguma, who is the individual, again, another a Hispanic guy from Texas who does murals. And he is the one who is responsible for and was paid $100,000 for these 
creepy, bizarre murals that grace the halls of the Denver International Airport. And you've seen them. Oh, yeah. Or you've seen one. Did you see more than one? I only saw one when I was at the airport. All the other ones I've seen, you know, just the pictures of them. Right. And and I, I've seen them. So, but I want to, one thing I, so I, I did, I really went down the rabbit hole on this because I'm really curious about these, um, these crazy, you know, murals that are up there. And so I found this, for, this is from 19, uh, this is from, yeah, so this is actually from 2018, but this was what they published back in, uh, 94, mm-hmm. 95. And this is when they were soliciting artwork for this, the building. And I found it interesting. It's a whole page on how to submit what they're looking for. And, uh, their their budget was four million for wow. artwork. And I'll draw whatever you want for four million. Right. And so here's what I found interesting. So under public art parameters and goals, it says selection panel members have set forth goals and parameters for this public art project with hopes of creating a unique a unique and engaging work of art. The airport isn't looking simply looking to add another piece of beautiful art. Rather, it's looking to provide something memorable that expresses the brand and personality of the airport and its bold and unexpected art collection. Selected finalists will be asked to propose artwork that can serve as a statement that passengers will know by name. Uh, And then it goes on to talk about um, you should consider... uh, you know, both natural artificial lighting suspended on this can- a canopy and uh, all these different things. And one of the things I noticed is that they were, they wanted it to be representative of like the Rocky mountain region, uh, Colorado and the surrounding area. Well, I'm, I got to tell you <laughs> this artwork that they chose has nothing to do with Colorado and the surrounding areas at all. They are uh, evil. Oh, yeah. They, they tell a wicked story, and there is nothing peaceful or even... Uh, there's nothing that I look at these says Colorado, Rocky Mountains, airport, no. safety... Peace, love, nothing. They're brutal. Uh, the most brutal one is, and you have to look at them in succession, and we don't have time to go through them all. No. But I will tell you, I think the most brutal one is the, 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 the picture of the, basically he's a Nazi. He's got kind of the gas mask on. He's holding a machine gun with a bayonet, and he's got this huge sword that is swiping down, killing a dove, and you've got these kids over here who now the artist claims that they're asleep, but they look dead. They yeah. look they're, they're dead. The city's there's a city off to the right that is burning. And this um, the, the sword is pointing to a letter and it is uh, the letter. If you read it, it is uh, it's an actual letter written by Hannah. Hershenberg, who was 14 year old, 14 years old, and died December 18, 1943, in Auschwitz at the concentration camp. Uh, it's kind of disturbing. Like, why would you have that? You know, I mean, I, I can read it to you, but it's kind of long, so I'm not going to. But it basically talks about her being a little child, and um, she was hoping for a, a, a better future and then tragic came on and on and on and on. It's, it's an actual letter from a concentration camp. Why would you have that? Why? Why what's, I don't what's know. the point? So in these murals, they tell a story and it is, it is, it is. If you look at it on its face value, it tells the story of basically the world we're in. The world is destroyed. The, um, 
the world rises up. They're destroyed by these Nazi characters. Mm-hmm. The world rises up and goes into this new, bizarre, sort of peaceful um, harmony with nature. And they're all, and it's, just, it's just all these kids sitting around this like weird, genetically altered, bizarre, glowing plant. Yeah. Like they're all worshiping it. And there's like a, a almost like a, 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 an Indian version of a Jesus sitting there. And you got all the, the kids who are represented by all the nations. You got Canadians, Americans, India, East Indians, um, everything. And all the, all the animals are happy. And it is really weird. However, this is what a couple of things I noticed in the, in the paintings that I think are worth note. If you go through and look at them, you're going to find this really, really bizarre. There's a, there's a picture in, um, in, in the initial painting where it shows, the, you can see the city's burning, right? Yes. And you've got all these dead animals. Yep. That's and, what I'm looking at right now. Okay. There is a, there's a little girl. I'm going to show you this little, the little girl. Oh, the one with the squirrel or no, no, no. no, no she's no. holding flowers, right? And the weird thing is, is that she's holding a Bible and a yellow Juden star which was used by the Nazis to identify Jews. Okay. Mm-hmm. She's dead. That's really, really weird. Also there in this, if you look close, there is a Masonic temple in there that shows the Freemasonry tombs. That's which is all part of the skull and bones ritual. That's weird. What's that doing there? Uh, and then you go down even further and you go into the um the one i was talking about where it has the nazi with the with the 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 sword coming down yeah if you look closely in there you'll also find the masonic symbol with you know with the sword and the upside the sort of the upside down crest of the moon with the star in it that's in that's hanging off of this guy of this nazi guy so i find that to be weird what's that doing there well, I came to this conclusion. What I, what I take from these, and I think it's pretty obvious if you look at it, that what, what this portrays is the mass depopulation of Earth, which we've talked about with Bill Gates. Yes, we did. Which we've talked about with COVID. Because vaccines are going to you know, help which we, us control the population. They want to depopulate the Earth. There is no doubt about it. It, it, is, it is a fact. And we have exposed that. Yes. Number two. They want the death of Judeo-Christian beliefs. That's not hard to believe. We're no, seeing it as we are. Churches shut down. You can't worship. They've been at it for years. That they, they want the state to you, you look worldwide, and the Judeo-Christian beliefs have been on a, a attack and assault for years and years and years. They want to get rid of that. Three, they want to this in this picture. It, it literally depicts the establishment of one world government, which yes. we know we're heading towards. Oh yeah. There's no secret in that either. Oh no. They've been pushing for that. The Illuminati. Yeah. We've talked about it over and over again. Yes. The, the, this one world government that the elites want to set up and we're right on the doorstep. Number three is this weird restoration of nature. Now, why is that weird? Because what they, the, the whole climate change thing, the whole, all this push of, you know, be a vegan and all this push about, you know, we have to preserve nature and all these things, which I'm, I'm okay with that. I'm okay. But it's become a religion in itself. And this whole part of, be, of becoming like integrated and in harmony with and in tune with and in, uh, you know, like just in conjunction with nature has become has replaced or they wanted to replace the judeo-christian values because we're all animals we are and so therefore let the animals fight it out while we the elites sit up on top and watch the show and it's one of those things that i mean for me it's it's tough because i am not a religious person i grew up my parents my whole family's mormon right i grew up mormon i am not i i understand the religion but i'm not a religious person but at the same time, do I feel like your religious rights need to be taken away? No. 
because I have no. the rights not to believe it. Right. Like you have the rights to believe it. And I, you know, and, that, again, and that's where the, that's where I have an issue. And I agree with you on that because I, I, I am a religious person mm-hmm. and, uh, but I don't push it on anybody. And I believe everybody has a right to their own beliefs, just not to shove it on others. No, this, this cult or this religion of, uh, one world government, this religion of one mankind, this religion of peace and harmony with nature, the whole global, you know, crisis thing is all part of that religion, which mm-hmm. is going to be the religion. Which and, I mean, but I mean, look how easy they got us. So many people convinced that we need a mask. Right. And that's you know, step one. And that, and that is, and I mean, really looking at the Denver airport, I mean, where a lot of this comes back to the Denver airport is the fact that they think that the Denver airport is, you know, all that dirt that they extra dirt they removed, that there's facilities under the airport. Yes. That are there for those elites. So when all of a sudden the, we as the animals finally say, piss off, we're coming at you, they can go hide underneath the Denver airport and let us just tear each other apart. And it, it, that's going to happen. One more thing about the artwork, and then we'll, then we got to dive into that because we're, we don't have yeah. much time left. Uh, have you ever seen this piece of art that's there? It is, I found this even more bizarre and weird and disturbing. I don't think I've seen that. Where did you find that one? No, it's, it's, it's in one of the terminals and it, it is, uh, that's one I don't think I've seen. It is really, really weird. So is that like an alien and lizard, like babies being conjoined? What's going on there? I, I can't explain it. So. If you would like to see it, I'll be glad to send send us an email, nwczradio gmail.com, uh, and, and type in down the rabbit hole, request it. I'll send it to you. I'm going to try to describe it, but I know I can't do it justice. It is uh, so. There's a. It looks like there's a. Um, it's night, but the sun is rising over these mountains, which I assume would be the Rocky Mountains. And and then the floor of the earth is almost desert. To the left-hand side is a baby. And, and to me, it looks like a Native American baby. Yeah. To the right is, like a, is a corn stalk with a bird. I think it's a dove, not positive, sitting on top of it. In between these two is the most bizarre creature with all these symbols I've ever seen as far as making no sense above it are two heads with like these, um, it looks like emojis almost There's a blue one and a white one. And then you come down and where the neck would be is like this weird tray. And then it looks like there's a magnet, uh, you know, like a, you know, like you have the, the horseshoe magnets, but this is more of a, um, almost a, like a square magnet. And then it's, then it's got arms and like this rudimentary body and legs, but it's definitely alien. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, what do you take of that? Like just initially looking at that, what, what looks does like a jellyfish overlords? Right. It's weird, right? It's like, it's like a jellyfish with an alien. I don't know. It's, it's supposed to be native art representing mother earth. I don't see that. It, it literally mother looks like earth an alien jellyfish? having kids. Mother Earth's a jellyfish. Yeah, it's really, really weird. Um, the other thing that I, I noticed ab- about the artwork, and then we'll, we'll go away, is I did read several um, interviews by the artist, the, the guy who painted these. Mm-hmm. And he uh, his name's Leo Tanguma. And he's got some interesting ideas on what this was supposed to mean. Super vague. Super vague. And what he said they were supposed to be I don't see. No, so you, it's supposed not to be all happy. If you look up his name, yeah, he's talking about how this is like really, happy really happy, happy, joy, joy. And, yeah, joy. It's and, apocalyptic to no end. I mean, the only way this would be happy, happy, joy, joy is if Ren and Stimpy were running across the screen yelling happy, happy, joy, joy. I That's mean, it. There's nothing on there. It literally tells everything on there looks to me like Armageddon. I, I think, and I honestly think that it is the story of what's coming. It's Revelations. I mean, yeah. it's what it looks like to me. I mean, and like I said, I'm not a religious person, but I've read the Bible and I know it. And that's what those pictures look like to me is revelation. That yeah. Is, Destruction of earth. Like yes. you've got all these, you've got problems in the world, uh, a big massive overlord with, uh, and, and, and 
Yeah, I, I don't say it's the Nazis, but he's definitely wearing a Nazi uniform. He looks very much like a Nazi, which, I mean, could be one of those things the artist just picked a Nazi because that's something we all relate to. We right. all see. But I whatever mean. it is, the Overlord comes through, wipes everything out, mm -hmm. and then those that survive, they're all in peace and harmony under the, under the thumb of the New World Order. Yeah. All right, the tunnels. The tunnels. I mean, that, that, that is the weird one. We, talked, we mentioned the tunnels. The other thing we didn't mention was the, what is it, five buildings that they know of. That they started, didn't finish, and supposedly didn't finish. And then there was something. No one can find why. Nope. What the issues were, whatever. Where they're like, yeah, these tunnel, the, these buildings aren't going to work. So rather than destroy them, they just buried them and built over the top. And there are mounds. There are there are literal. If you if you go to the topography, like you can uh, uh like Google Earth them. Mm -hmm. They're pyramids. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. Yeah. Like they didn't just like cover them up. They built pyramids out of dirt on, on top of them. Yeah. And I saw a, now I will have to say, I don't know that this is legit because there's a lot of BS out there. People there is, there's videos of some guy who supposedly was working on the tunnels down there and he's, and, and uh, like, there's a series of, it's not the Denver airport. No, that, that is complete BS. What it was. They see, supposedly saw lizard people. In the airport and yes, stuff like that. And I, we've heard just, that. Yeah. What is weird about the tunnels is that they're, A, they're longer than we know. Yeah. And I have literally, I saw a map drawn by a, a person who supposedly was working down there. I can't verify that. I tried really hard. Yeah. But the underground tunnels are, if you look at all the different bases in areas in the U.S. that have underground tunnels, and a lot of them are down, like Dulce, and um, you know, there's NORAD. places NORAD, Area 51, places in Texas. Mm -hmm. If you look at the branch out of the way they're going, they all connect. Yeah. So it, it, they're not connecting now that we know of. We don't that know, we know of, but they could. But they, but it wouldn't take much to connect them. No. And, and there are rumors that there there is a tunnel under DIA that goes to NORAD. Right. There is that rumor. There's rumor that there's tunnels that go all over the place there. Yeah. The rooms down there, there's, 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 um, there are rooms down there. So the theory, there's two, two or three different theories. One is, is that they're going to round everybody up, put them down there yep. and it's going to be a concentration camp for everybody, which it's I don't know why you would do that. Camp. That doesn't make any sense. What are you going to do with them down there? Kill them and destroy them. Yeah, I guess. But, you I mean, know, like, you why know, wouldn't you just do it on top? Like, I don't understand that. Because down part. there, maybe they've got a good big oven so they can just maybe. Make it all go away. I could mean, be. I mean, and I don't so want to sound crass, but that's no, that what the could Nazis be. did. I mean, the Nazis, they basically had huge ovens that they people, people would have said you were crass yeah. back in the day and, and then you would have been proven right. So yeah, I, I, mean, I don't think that's crass no. at all. It's a possibility. I mean, it's a possibility. So that's one that's one theory is that they're building it's a big concentration camp that's why therefore all the rooms they all the all, you can literally drive trucks back and forth on these roads down there that's how big they are it's oh, yeah. a city it's yeah, a they, city they, there's there are theories that there is an entire city built down there there's been theories that you know that's where their the aliens are living yes um the other is that that's also a, it's a city ready and ready to go for when we all revolt Yes. And everything. And goes the elites bad. will head down and there. And the elites will head down there to wait. It'll out. be their headquarters. It'll be their headquarters to wait out us revolting and so that they can preside over the winners. And I'll have to say this. I When we did the initial uh, show on this, yeah. I, I, I found the article. But you know how it goes with our research. Yeah, it's gone from now. If Even now, if you just type in DIA conspiracy or a Denver International Airport theories conspiracy you have to wade through like 20 something pages yep. because it's all debunked it's all about it's been debunked debunked debunk. it's whitewashed but they said they're debunked but there's no proof it's no, like no, they no. said with the one article i found one article that said there was a new world airport commission but i can find no proof of that show right. me that show me the proof don't just tell me there was because i can tell you there wasn't and show you that there's that there's no proof that there was. So I mean, show me that proof, and I can't find it. No, I can't either. And um, what I so anyway, the other theory is is that yeah, there's the lizard people theory. There's the um, the one world order theory, 
And the article that I couldn't find is, is that there was an event and it was, I remember now it was, there was a comet that was coming towards the earth Mm -hmm. and everybody was freaked out about this comet that was supposedly going to hit the earth and it it was on track and what we're going to do. And Obama was scheduled to be in Denver and several world leaders were all tracking. They were all heading to Denver at the exact, when that comet was supposed to come. And then it, it, Obviously, it didn't happen, and everybody backed off. So that, I thought, was you know pretty telling. I thought that was really, really weird. Um, and, and I do think, I mean, there's a lot of things that, that, that point to that Denver is... Because, I mean, really, if you think about it, where, where, if there was a nuclear attack, where would be one of the safest places? Well, Denver. Yeah. That's why they put NORAD there. Oh, yeah, exactly. Um, it is, um, it's a weird place. If you've ever been through it, check it out. Look at the, uh, look, look at the, the, the Masonic tomb, um, not tomb, whatever it is. Masonic, uh, the cornerstone, the cornerstone, which is not in a corner. No, it's it's in the great hall. Yeah. In the great hall. Go through and check out the pictures. Yes. Go the, you know, the murals. Um, look at the gargoyles, not the talking ones. Cause that, that's, that's, that, that's they're trying to get yes. you off the track. The There's, real ones. I also read an article and this was in our first episode. Couldn't find it again where there's an elevator. There's a, there's yes, a, there's I, a, there's yeah. a secret elevator. And I looked for that too and could not find it this time. Gone. I remember reading it last time. Yeah. There's a secret elevator that is like innocuous out in the middle of nowhere. It has nothing to do with anything. You can't use it. When there's a guard standing next, there's to it. a guard standing next to it. And if you go up and ask the guard about it, he won't tell you anything no. about it. And nobody's ever seen anybody using it. No. And the other thing is too, is I know there's a, there's a few articles out there that talks about the, the, uh, the Nazi symbol, the swastika. Oh, at, oh yeah. If you look at an overview, like if you look at a, a satellite view of the airport from above, the way the runways are laid out, it, it, it it's there if you want to see it. It is. And I mean, it's one of those. It that, is yes, kind of weird. It is kind of weird. It's a little bit of a reach, but I mean, you can see it. I mean, you can see the... the if you really want to see it, it's there. Yeah. But if you don't want to see it, it's not you there. can you can explain it away. You can. It's one of those ones that it's close. I mean, it, it's... And I don't buy... I, the reason I don't... Bias. The I reason mean, I don't buy bias. it... The reason I don't buy it is because I think... And we've talked about the Illuminati and the elites and those that are controlling, pulling the strings of everything that's going on. Um, they, the Nazis were just a tool of them, yeah. just like anybody else. Just like, a, just, just like, like socialism, yep. just like, uh, the, the wars that they've, uh, mm-hmm. you know, funding both sides of different wars to wear countries out, to get them to sign agreements, to sign away the banking. And I mean, yeah. it's deep people. It is. So I don't think, that they would put a Nazi symbol there because I don't think they're Nazis. No, I don't. I like said, I think the Nazis were another form of their, the, just. It was a tool it was that a tool. they used. Like, I mean, honestly, something like, they used to take, they wanted to get Castro. We can Lennon. get into that in another show because I, yeah. I, I think I can explain why the Nazis came into being based on what the Illuminati wanted. Cause it was really about getting rid of, uh, a, a lot of things that they needed to get rid of and they just used them as a tool. Yeah, and I mean, you can explain a lot of them, like Castro. I mean, you can explain Castro because Castro was a great tool to basically take a, wear away the moral fiber of the United States by making the United States make decisions that yep. were morally against our beliefs. So, I mean, it's, oh, there's a lot of those you can go down. So anyway, the uh, if if you want, if you're interested in any of the information that we have here, we'd be glad to um, email it out to you. It's yeah. nwczradio at gmail.com. Just type in the subject matter down the rabbit hole or DTRH and send your request. We'd be glad to send this stuff out. We try to present the truth. We're not yes. conspiracy theorists. We're conspiracy realists. Realist. And there's a lot of conspiracies about the Denver airport that I, I don't buy. Yes. But there's enough weird stuff going on there and there's enough unexplained not yeah. even coincidences, just unexplained phenomena. And there's oddities. also been a we didn't even get into it, a lot of UFO sightings around there. Oh yeah. Tons. Tons of UFO sightings around around that area. And and during certain times of the year where they all show up in bunches. And then the rest of the year there's nothing. So there's a lot of weird things going on there. I'm not saying don't fly through there. 
Yeah. I'm not saying it's dangerous for you, but I think in the scope of history, when it's all said and done, the truth will come out about the DIA, and I think they're playing with you by acting like nothing's going on and playing into the conspiracies. I think that's a diversion. I think there's a lot of stuff going on there because not only this, that airport is set to expand by double its size. Yeah. Like the, the land around it is and that's secured. Why they did it. Yeah. They secured the land around it so they could double it in size. Wow. I mean, it's one of those things. It's like an illusionist. You go watch an illusionist. And they sit there and say, I'm not going to trick you. Watch what I'm doing. Watch what I'm doing. Look at me. Look at me. Look at this hand. Look at this. Look at this. While on the other hand. It's where the trick's going on. The trick is going on and they're totally screwing you over. Yeah. And that's what they're doing with the airport. That's what they're doing. They're saying, hey, look at this. Oh, there's no conspiracy theories. Look at this. Ha ha ha. Conspiracy theories. Ha ha ha. When really. They're doing it right in front of your face. They're doing it right in front of you because we're, we're people getting close. Yeah, people are getting very close. So They're getting close. Keep so. your eyes and your mind open, everybody. Yes. That's, that's what we're trying to do here on the big show. Hey, thanks for your attention. Thanks yes. for uh, tuning in. We really appreciate it. All those of you, uh, of you who are listening on podcasts, we, we truly appreciate it. We There's do. Some, some nice uh, responses, and you guys have been tuning in. And, yeah, it makes us feel good. And so, you know, we're going to do our best to bring quality shows And we're looking forward to joining you and gathering next week to expand our minds even more. I'm Big D. I'm Brandon Valentine. We are down the rabbit hole, nwczradio.com, Channel 1. We'll see you next week. See you later.